Welcome back, quick chicks and fast fellas. Georgianne Watson and Betsy Suda here. Everyone, this week our episode is brought to you by Crafty Bastards Restaurant and Bottle Shop in Gainesville, Florida. Did you know that pickle juice shortens muscle cramp duration? This is great news for runners, walkers, and pickle. Stop by and try Crafty's fried pickle spears appetizer this week. Wear your shoes from Suda's Fitfoot. Mention that the Quick Chick sent you when you visit Crafty's and get a free shot of pickle juice. Be sure to get a photo and tag both the Quick Chick's podcast, Crafty's, and Suda Shoes, too. Help those muscle cramps and satisfy those briny cravings after your long run or workout this weekend. Dang, I am missing out not being in Gainesville with, like, a shot of pickle juice. <laughs> Doesn't that sound oh, fun? Like- yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, and I just um, got a pair of like shoes from Suda's Fitfoot, so oh like, like I would qualify. Yes, we've no. had some we've had some fun times at Crafties, you and I, like in their back room. Yes, we have. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have absolutely. Yeah, it's oh, a fun place. Stuff. It's like uh, quick chick. It's like um, it's like a family restaurant, but also it's like a bar vibe too. You know, like you know who's gonna walk in, like the <laughs> the biker gang right. or like. The soccer moms i love it <laughs> but i also feel like right it's very inclusive in the sense that like you can go like looking for rah-rah or like i've walked in there with my children and like yes. you know, like cool like yeah. rock and roll yeah one. exactly yeah so yeah how's your week it's been good um i know weather reports are super boring but we're like so excited in florida because we're like <laughs> yeah. dipping below the 70 degree mark like georgianne i think i went back and i have not finished one run this whole buildup where the temperature was below 70 like two oh. or 73 like not one <laughs> yeah yeah you're when over it, it. Did, you're just like oh I can breathe right. it's you know what I mean it's like yes it's, it's like falling in love you know yeah <laughs> it's just so it? great yeah it's like I'm just skipping down oh. the street <laughs> I know um I know we've both like we were kind of talking before like had a little bit of a week I was telling Betsy everyone um um like after Boston it was very much I think I was saying last week like back to work um and I'm on track for this might be like my biggest week ever I was talking to my coach and we really kind of agreed like you know I'm very fit obviously I've had good races but I just need to now get my volume up and get ready um you know, for like racing 26 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I had, I'll have like doubles. I had doubles Tuesday and then I'll have one tomorrow, but I also have one today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, yeah, a, a lot of go, go, go. Um, but I'm feeling good. The gym work has me sore this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's probably due to the fact that like, Hey, ran a marathon a week ago and like mm-hmm. legs are just still like a little bit jolted. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I'm also kind of like in the mindset of don't like shy away from the pain. Like it's October Mm -hmm. and you have until December. And like, this is the time where like you're meant to be sore and it's meant to be hard and Mm -hmm. like, you know, put the work in and you'll, you'll be there in December. Yeah. So, you know, when it's like, you know, when you're in pain and things are hurting, you're like, okay, this is when it's supposed to be like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no, it was good. I had, I did Mona Fartlick on Monday. I think I've talked about Mona Fartlick before on the podcast. Um, but just for a recap, it's two by 90 seconds, four by 60, four by 30, four by 15 with equal time float. And so this time I did like the true Mon- Mona Fartlick and like was running probably like 
550 pace for the on part. And then the float, we were around my husband, Luke paced me for it, which was super helpful. Um, on the float, we were about like 630 pace. Um, okay. and that like felt really good. Um, and so happy to kind of like have my legs back underneath me and the weather has cooled off significantly here. We had a little bit of a second summer around Boston. Yeah. Um, and so we were really glad like a cold front came in and kind of knocked out like some of this nasty hot weather we were having and like, we're back to fall. Um, mm. yeah. So really good workout on Monday. I had a 95 minute medium midweek long run yesterday that went well. And I had just a maintenance run this morning. I'll have a double this afternoon. And I'm actually excited about tomorrow. I don't know if excited is the right word for it, but I'm doing a new workout Ooh. that I've never I've never done before. Uh-huh. And this kind of like ties into what I think we're gonna get to next. Um, but I think it's like the NAU version of the Michigan. Oh my gosh, I love where this is going. Yes. And <laughs> it's called the Lumberjack. <laughs> right. Um, and so basically what this workout is, it's three times 400 at 5k pace and then a 10 minute tempo Mm -hmm. three times 400 at like 3k pace 10 minute tempo and then three times 400 at mile pace Mm. so it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy but I'm like I'm like excited about it because I'm just like how is this gonna go you know and and you're like one of those like you know you're fit but you also know like I I will probably be hurting badly um the last set of the quarters (laughs) right so are you doing this on a track and road kind of combo? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. I think that's my plan. Um, I will not have help pacing tomorrow. Um, so like, which will be fine. I just am a little notorious for like going out too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just like with my track background. So I'm going to have to like, you know, just not be stupid. Like the first three quarters of this on the track, they'll be all jacked up and excited and just, you know, like 5k pace, you know, like just chill um so but yeah I'm excited to try this out um and report back next week on on how it went yeah so yeah do you know what shoes you're gonna wear for that type of workout yeah so I think I'm gonna wear the Nike Vaporfly next percents um I have like two going simultaneously I have like one that I race in and then my training one is like the ones I used to race in Mm mm-hmm so I just kind of like demote uh-huh. my old racers to like then my workout trainers um, just because we know like those shoes are expensive yeah. and you want to get like every mile you can out of them. Um, but I also am a little bit finicky about not racing in them until like, you know, the last possible breath of life that it has. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah. Well, good luck. That sounds like quite a, a yeah. you have on tap. Yeah. And I love the name Lumberjack. Right. <laughs> it, it reminds me of the time we went to the Lumberjack Championships and mm-hmm. was it was it Bell, Florida to see your friend from it, um, oh, Minnesota? Perry, it was Perry, I think, Perry. Florida. It was Perry, Florida. Or like yeah. Perry yeah. County. Yeah. You're Tallahassee. Yeah. And yes, yeah. my husband's good friend from high school, um, him and his father, and I believe his mom also like comes along as well. Yeah. They do like a traveling lumberjack show and it's awesome. It's so great. They like log roll and do all this like crazy stuff that just like 
watching it is mind boggling. The coordination that they have on these logs and in the water and like axe throwing. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, and then we got to like spend some time with them, like in their trailer afterward <laughs> and like kind of get like an inside look into like what a traveling lumberjack show is all about. <laughs> it was quite lovely. Yeah. Do you remember when we were throwing those? Were they hatchets? What were we throwing? Yeah, that's a good Absolute, word for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like big. A, yeah. Yeah. Like stuff that would like fell a tree. Yeah. And we were like, oh. just like swing it. I don't know what we were doing. Like our form was not great. And we were, like, I don't know. We were trying to do it like almost gently. You know what I mean? And right. Then, right. Yeah. We were just like, we're just like, get pissed off. And then we did it. And you like got the. <laughs> right. Got the, right. Yeah. Absolutely. The bullseye. Yeah. I that know. was fun. That yeah. Was really fun. Yeah. Like. Um, I know. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, well, great. What was a nice recap? Um, Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, not only did you run a marathon pretty hard, you also ran Boston, which is like the equivalent of doing like 200 squats, like single leg squats, like those hills really will just yeah tear up those muscles so right and it was one of those where I think like I was I was feeling good and I was like okay my legs are back and then Mm. you know Monday I had Mona Freilich and then I went to the gym after and then I had a double um and then on Tuesday I woke up and my body was like fill out there sweetheart yeah (laughs) yeah um so but no I'll be all right yeah yeah no and I like I like the um the mental state of being like, yeah, this is hard, but that doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong. It actually right. means I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the right track. Like, mm-hmm. This, this yeah. is supposed to be hard. Like, right. This training... isn't like the week before the marathon. And I feel like that. Right. Yeah. It's we're the marathon. Yeah. Well, good. Um, yeah. So quick update on my training. See, last week I didn't talk about it because it was like all Boston, but I had a really great long run two weekends ago. Miler. Oh, great. Um, yeah. And I just, it wasn't fast or anything, but it's still it's like 20 miles. Um, yeah. got it done. And then the next day I had a 10 or 12 mile day. So that's like been mm-hmm. a nice theme in my training lately. Mm-hmm. It's like two, two hard, like big days and then an easy day and two big days. Okay. Day. Then this week I was on track to have eight mileage week. I was feeling really great. And then all of a sudden I was like sidelined with this weird stomach flu for like, I'm fine. Everybody It was just like a 24 hour thing, but yeah, yeah. there's no, you can't, you can't, run a stomach you can't like fake it. that like, <laughs> No, training through it. Yeah. There's yeah. no like suck it up. It's like you're malnourished and there's like nothing in your body. And yeah. So yeah, yeah you just have to surrender. And I did, I sort of I mm-hmm. tried as much as possible. I got a lot of reading done, which is something I hadn't really had time for or like the mental <laughs> space for. Um, and then I just came back, you know, did a really easy run Monday to kind of get get back into the swing of things. And then yesterday I had a good tempo run. And oh, nice. yeah, I so for for listeners who aren't really totally clear on like the lingo that we use. And I think it's funny how workouts are named, like if they weren't named these, what would we call them? But <laughs> a temp- <laughs> like a tempo basically just a hard run like that's the simplest way to put it it's like you're not jogging you're not racing you're kind of in the middle and like that's the point you want to get used to being uncomfortable without exhausting yourself that's kind of the mm-hmm. best explanation I have so anyway mm-hmm. so I did um you know back when I was 5k training like a two mile tempo would have been great you know two and a half miles or or three at the most this is this was four back and it went great I did it in August 
640, 650 pace. Yesterday was 620 pace. So great. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's an improvement. And I think the bigger win for me was like, it was no big deal. Do you know, like yeah. four miles on the track, I was like, this is delightful. Like it's only four miles. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that was, that was a really nice feeling. Um, yeah. Yep. So it's, it's funny how you talk about like, it was only four miles. I was doing yeah. a long run on Saturday with our F and M crew and yeah. Sarah, who's been on the podcast before we were talking on the, on the run and we were, you know, just discussing how in the spring, if we were to talk about, you know, an 18 mile long run that we were doing in the spring, we would like be like, shoot me in the face. Like, this is going to be awful. Yeah. You know, when we're doing more of 10 K or, you know, 5 K kind of training in the spring, like our group doesn't really do like a spring marathon just because like our, the best training for us in Pennsylvania is the fall. So like mm-hmm. to sign up for a spring marathon in Pennsylvania, you're training through like January and February, which can just be total garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the fall, like if we have a long run, like less than 20 miles, we're like, Oh great. Like that's mm-hmm. great. I'll have yeah. a glass of wine the night before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just so funny how like we, like it's all relative, you know, yeah, just totally. yeah. perspectives changes. Yeah, for sure. And- yeah. Yeah. So we have a fun little topic this week. Yes. Do you want to explain my assignment? I was sort of a teacher yes. this year. I like love your assignment. I like, <laughs> no, like I like wait around like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> um, so Betsy and I have a top 10 between the two of us um, of just fun and creative ways to have with training while getting fit at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. really inspired by like, women's magazines from the 90s that said like you know top 10 ways to accessorize a scarf for you know day to evening wear (laughs) like I just love those top 10 lists yeah so this is like a very um practical way for listeners to get some just like fun fun tips and advice maybe you can get you know something out of this for your own training but it's also great the fact that this is fun like it should be Mm lighthearted and like we're putting so much effort and time into this that if you're like not enjoying it, then maybe take a step back and look at, yeah. you know, how you can maybe, um, because the truth is you need to prioritize fun <laughs> because, you know, you want to get all that you can out of this. Like life is short <laughs> right? And, and you do better when you're, you know, having fun. So yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's yep. my belief. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to start with your? Yeah. So, you know, I started, I started thinking about this. Um, and I, you know, I, I have like my top five that I came up with and I'm like, and for the record listeners, um, like Betsy and I did not exchange notes before this. this So I like our reactions to each other's will like be very natural. Um, because (laughs) we don't know what the other one's going to say. I feel like they're either going to be all the same or like totally, totally different. Um, but I kind of wanted to like preface this a little bit, um, with the fact that like nothing beats out just like putting in the time and putting in the work, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I think for us, like we're trying to mesh the two of what Betsy just said of having fun and prioritizing fun Mm -hmm. and also, like, if you want to run fast, you just got to put in the effort. And to me, one of my favorite running quotes comes from Once a Runner. Mm-hmm. And here it is. What was the secret? They wanted to know in a thousand different ways. They wanted to know the secret. And not one of them was prepared, truly prepared to believe 
that it had not so much to do with chemicals and zippy mental tricks as with that most unprofound and sometimes heart-rending process of removing molecule by molecule the very tough rubber that comprised the bottoms of his training shoes. Oh, like, so good. Yeah, um, chills. Yeah, and I think for me that's like, we we probably get that a lot. I, I know other um, very competitive and serious runners probably get that a lot. Like the what's your secret question. Mm. Um, and there is none. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not to burst your bubble. It's just yeah. like putting in the work. Um, yeah. And so for me, I'll start with my number five because it kind of ties into the quote I just read. Um, but it says outsource motiva- motivation. Cool. And so for me, like when I like to start or I'm in the middle of like a training block, um, you know, I'll read like once a runner or I'll read an article about, you know, like we're going to talk about like this Emma Bates article that just came out after the Chicago Marathon. Um, And it's like really it's great ways to kind of get inspired and you get a little bit of a glimpse into someone's like real world training and just kind of like the culture of of running a little bit. Um, I also think sometimes like running for a charity is a great way to kind of like outsource motivation, like signing up for a race. Um, like for example, I think it's the Donna marathon that happens every year. It's like a breast cancer survivor marathon. Um, and so sometimes that like just getting involved with something that's bigger than yourself, um, and just kind of like outsourcing motivation, I would say. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. So outsource inspiration. Um, Jamie, did you mind? We'll go like back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. So folks, my number five was once a week, plan something and do it. That's non-running and like hang out with non-runners, like yeah. get yourself away from the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, uh, I take ballet lessons once a week. Like, so Thursday evenings, it's like my time to just like go be creative. Um, it's obviously exercise, but it's totally different than running. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very careful not to overdo it because those are two very different <laughs> exercises. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a room with with folks that I probably never would have met. And we just have a really fun time together. You know, we've been through a lot. Like two, two of our um, classmates have, you know, had babies during t- the time we've known each yeah. other. Like you just get to see people grow. And there's just something about being creative with a group of people yeah. um, that is so refreshing. And I just like skip out of there on Thursday nights, like ready to take over the world. I love it. So yeah, I think it's that so is important. a great one. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's how fun. we were with when we did bar together, True. like our bar <laughs> studio and all these women, like they didn't care about our running PRs or what our training was like. They just liked the bar version and like mm-hmm. people I'm talking about, like, um, like the bar workout, not like going to a bar, Yeah, right. <laughs> which I know with us, like we have to make sure we yeah. <laughs> differentiate. <laughs> Um, but no, I, t- I totally get that. And that was super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, m- number four for me yeah. was try a workout you've never done before or try the workout that scares you. Ooh, that's good. And so for me, like just the example I gave pre about, I'm trying this new workout tomorrow called the lumberjack. Um, obviously like a little bit nervous about it, but like, Hey, like, let's switch it up. Let's do something. I have nothing to compare myself to of a previous time that I've attempted it mm-hmm. which I also think is just great to, to like have a blank slate sometimes yeah. Um, so yeah yeah and those um those feelings and those hormones that you're going to be releasing are very similar to what you feel on race day too mm-hmm. so it's like important to practice that mm-hmm. that's a great one 
Uh, my number four is get out of town for a run in a different location. And uh-huh. I realize that like, we're still in COVID times for, for a lot of reasons. Um, so this could be a little tricky, but I mean, this doesn't need to be a big deal. Like last week I had some work um, in the villages, which is um, like a retirement community here. It's about 90 minutes away. And I didn't really want to make like the drive down and drive back. So I just stayed overnight at my boyfriend's parents' house. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> they weren't there. So it was kind of nice. It was like a little retreat. Um, so yeah, I just had like a different run in a different place. I saw different people, you know, my mind was refreshed. Um, and then Georgian, I can remember, you know, going to visit you in Pennsylvania and just like going for a run you know, in your cornfields and mm-hmm. when we went to Philly, like, it's just so fun to like be able to use your legs and your body to like get you around and see, see different, different places. And like, we killed it on that 10 mile run. Like we yeah. were, <laughs> like we were yeah. getting after it. So right. um, it can just be really inspiring to put yourself in a different physical location and, and see what comes of it. Yeah. I love that one. That's a great one. And this ties into my my number three a little bit Mm -hmm. um it's sign up for a race for fun or like a non-pr race Uh, um so for me I everyone knows like love the Disney princess half marathon (laughs) like I will I'll race it hard but I know that that day that course the 5 a.m start like it's not going to be a a PR day Mm. and so sometimes when you go into like a race like that just like knowing that it's not going to be your best but just try your best um Mm -hmm. like it's very refreshing uh it takes a little bit of the pressure off but you're still gonna work hard I think also for those of you who have ever done like a marathon relay, um, mm. like a Ragnar event, or I did like what's called uh, my Pennsylvania friends will know like the Tussie mountain back 50 miler. That was also a relay that I did with coworkers when I worked at Penn state, um, which was super fun. And obviously like I ran my legs hard, but our team, you know, we weren't like, you know, in it to win it. And that was fine. We still, we had like a great time. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is also helpful in remembering your why Mm -hmm. as like, you know, why you're into running and why you're racing and why you're training. And usually these are the kinds of races where you have the most fun and the least amount of pressure. Um, and it's just, is a great like reset sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, like Turkey trots are a great example. Mm -hmm. Day run. Um, yeah, just like you can do it with your family. You could walk it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of ours are different so far, Georgia. We're going <laughs> yeah. in totally opposite directions. <laughs> I love it. Okay. My number three is get the gear that you need. So this might mm-hmm. seem obvious, but I think a lot of times folks, we just kind of keep stuff from ourselves, you know, like we just deal yeah. with like, oh, this sports bra is fine. You know, I've only had it for four years. Like it, it'll do when like, if you just you know, got yourself like a beautiful sports bra that fit amazingly and had like an extra pocket for your goo. And like, what would that feel like? You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, like new shoe day is just amazing. That run. Oh. Um, I ordered some of the, the Morton gels and I'm just so excited to try them on my long run this weekend. So like just getting some new cool stuff can really like yeah. give yourself a little Christmas, a little boost, you know, try something new and you might find like a product that really helps you so mm-hmm. yeah get get the gear you need treat yourself and you know make sure you're spending a lot of time in this in this gear so get get the best that you can afford yeah so of course this is like where we come together yeah 
awesome. So my yeah. number four is reward yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so for me, I'm a, I'm like a big, like before I, like I'll take time off after like a big race or over the summer or something. And then when I come back, you know, I'm, I'll get like a new running outfit or something as like, okay, like my season's starting. And like, I have like, mm. it's almost like your first day back to school outfit, you know? Yes, yeah. Um, and like you get, you splurge on like the new tracksmith, like whatever, you know, something like that, that you just can't buy all the time. Right. Um, but even like after I know, I know that I needed a new pair of shoes. And so I kind of timed it to where I would get to where then like after Boston, when I knew my legs would be really beat up mm. and I got a new pair of the cloud stratus from suit of Fitfoot um, for like after Boston. So like, that was just great. And like kind of something to look forward to. Like you said, new shoe day is just glorious. Best, yeah. um, but sometimes it's, it can be like something small, like, you know, I had, you know, if you have a really hard race or workout and, you're like, okay, if I PR, I'm going to treat myself to a pedicure or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is that is rewarding to you, set that up for after the completion of maybe it's just finishing the event. Maybe it's setting a new personal best, whatever it is. Um, for me, my reward is after I've like raced a marathon, I did this last year with Mississippi. Um, I always take like a week or two off of just like no running at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I like to plan a trip with my family. Yes. that's a great um, And like go on a trip and I can like just have fun and be mom and not have to like worry about getting up early and getting my run in or like finding routes mm-hmm. while we're on a trip and getting lost or I don't know where to go. Um, and so for me, it's just kind of something to look forward to after you put in all this time and effort into training and then the actual race itself. Um, so yeah, whatever it is that is going to kind of get you excited um, about completing whatever it is that you set for your goal. Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, my number two, and also a listener kind of, um, suggested this too, is to run with kids or a dog and, let me just say, I don't mean like a 10 mile run with your kids or like, you know, take your dog. Right. <laughs> it I mean, it might just be like doing strides in the driveway with them. Yeah. Or, you know, I did a one mile run. This is going to be confusing listeners, but Jordan and I both have Declans in our lives that are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went for just a one mile run with my Declan and it was delightful. Like it was, you know, on the beach and like the moon was out and you know, we didn't talk or anything because he was, you know, he was working for that mile. But yeah, like, like what a great memory. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're always going to have for that. Sure. And, um, you know, just, yeah, remembering kind of like, again, your why and just it also brings you down to like running is hard, you know, like this kid was working and yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, be really thankful that like this kind of comes easily sometimes to us and like, you know, kids, um, I don't know. I just really like having a perspective it's point of view. Yeah. And, it's so refreshing. Yeah. And then dogs, my gosh, they're just made to move. So mm-hmm. they're, they're super psyched to be out there. I right. can remember, I can remember bringing um, Gunny the golden to the beginning of what was it? Oh, it was the Noonan's like 15 K. And so mm-hmm. Jordan, you've done this and we kind of like warm up all in that big parking lot. Yeah. So there's like, just like people doing strides and jogging um, and it's a big like rectangle. Um, 
And Gunny just saw people doing strides, and so he'd like run up with them. <laughs> it's like, no, Gunny, <laughs> you're not really welcome to do that right now. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt somebody. But right. We were, joking, we were joking that like he was just at the dog park seeing dogs run around in a big square, and so he's like, oh, this is the people park. This is what people do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. So that those two things bring me a lot of joy. So yeah, definitely. So my number one mm-hmm. is make running friends or find a group. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the most fun, hands down, about running at this stage in my life is meeting people for a long run, having coffee afterward, talking about our families, our kids, our training, whatever's going on in our lives. It's almost like therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you know, they also keep you accountable. I think it's also great to then have a little bit of structure in your training. If you do join a group um, and there's organized practices, you know, things like that. Um, so for me, it like the social aspect of it is, is the best part. Yeah, absolutely. I can attest to that. So my number one is play around with when you run. So, um, I realize this might be tricky for some people who have kind of like full schedules, but, um, I look at it as like an opportunity to just have fun again with times of day or, you know, figuring out fueling that kind of thing so like for instance I'm doing my medium long run kind of late tonight like after work is over mm. like 5 30 or 6 so I'll be out there running like when the sun is setting mm-hmm. um, and I'll be, like time for like a nice bath dinner a drink and bed so like <laughs> for me that's kind of like a treat it's like oh tonight I'm going out running you know <laughs> right right <laughs> um crazy and, lady like, yeah and so I mean it's it's part of it it's because like I just haven't really on Mon- on Wednesday, excuse me, and then I have a full day of commitment. So like, it's kind of ne- a necessity for me to do it at that time. But I'm like, right. it's like a superpower. It's like, yeah, you know what, I can do a full day of work. And then I can go run 12 miles, like in my evening time. So I'm yeah. looking at it that way. And then another thing I'm going to try, which I haven't done yet. But so folks, we're going to California, which is three hours ahead of us, right? So what I'm going to try to do is, um, they're three hours behind us. Excuse me. Yeah. Ahead of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're ahead. I okay. Yeah. So 7 a.m. is when the race starts, but that's really like 10 a.m. East Coast time. Correct. Right. Yeah. So what I'm going to try to do is do one of my long runs starting at 10 a.m. Just to kind mm-hmm. of see, like, does that make a difference? And like, I'm going to probably do it in November when it's cooler. But so maybe a little bit later like stay up till 11 <laughs> or 11 30 oh. you know um and see see how that goes it might work out really well. I might learn like oh wow this you're not adjusted you need to really like plan for California um so yeah I just think that seems fun staying up a little bit later I can start running later but right right no that's yeah. a good tip for yeah. especially when she's like gone over like my husband used to race over in Europe and like would try to like figure out the time change stuff mm-hmm. with that as well um mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's just like logistically something really good to practice absolutely yeah uh, yeah so cool. my other homework assignment yeah this week, <laughs> um you always find these like the the best articles um i'm, I'm sleuthing around for them <laughs> yeah um but yeah so the emma bates article why don't you sure introduce yeah yeah uh, quick tips to that so um, the day before the Boston Marathon was the Chicago Marathon, and the second place finisher was an American named Emma Bates. 
and she's been on a very nice upward trajectory. She won, um, actually, she won CIM in 2018, um, which was the U.S. championships. And she was like on the short list to make the Olympic uh, marathon team. She unfortunately, you know, placed seven, I believe, in Atlanta. So felt like disappointed by that. But since then, she's made some coaching changes. She's moved out to Cal- uh, Colorado. Um, and so it was just really nice to see this really great performance for her. It was a huge PR. She ran 224.20 Chicago. Um, she had mm-hmm. a, a day. humid day and negative split. Very accomplished women, um, and she just looked amazing doing it. So, this whole article was really about kind of her journey to get to a place where she could do that. You know, she she pulled out a really great, difficult day, and she just was very proud of herself. And so, the article was published in Women's Running Magazine, written by Erin Strout, and the article's title: "For me to run my best, I have to be happy." So, yeah, it just talks about. Mm-hmm. Her and her coach, Joe Bosshard, they had a mantra for their long runs, which they did together, which was methodical patience. And I thought that was a really nice um, mantra for marathon training. And especially if you're doing 24 miles (laughs) with one other person, yeah, you need to like (laughs) just calm down and like more. Um, Right. I loved how they had like a mantra. Yeah. For this race and for this training cycle. I remember having mantras when I played high school field hockey and we had like mm. a theme of the season and the seniors would pick it. And yeah. And that was like, and, you know, we would put it on like shirts and stuff, but it was like our theme for the season. And I love that they like, well, we're runners. We can do that too. You know? And, yeah. and I think that that is really smart. I think it also like keeps you focused on like, right. What, what is the goal here? Um, and one of the things that I, I really liked about this article was, and, and like, because we are marathon training, I think this is like a good reminder for us as well as any of our other quick chicks um, mm-hmm. who are marathon training as well. But Joe said, don't press too hard because 80% effort every day is going to accumulate into a great season. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to do anything too crazy each day. Just get the job done and we'll be where we need to be. Um, and I think this kind of ties into like, you don't always have to train harder, just train smarter, um, mm-hmm. you know? And I just was like, yeah, like that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And you also don't need to like go all out every day. I mean, yeah. that's probably like more detrimental than helpful. And right. I think for the most part, runners get that with their training, but you can look at it, you know, in life too. It's like, you know, you don't need to be, uh, what's an example? Oh, here's an example. So Kelsey, who is going to be on the show next week, um, Mm -hmm. she's a registered dietitian. And she said something um, when she spoke, I think at the track club once, she was like, you know, your nutrition, your meals, they don't all need to be home runs. You know, you can just like throw together, you know, a veggie, a piece of meat and some rice. Or she's like, you're good. You know, you don't need to make like a huge deal every single meal. Or if it's like sweet potato fries. Not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just really like that. And <laughs> um, I think that could have saved me a lot of heartache if I really took that <laughs> to heart in other areas of my life too. You know, graduate school and my first job. And there's mm-hmm. just a lot of pressure put on, especially young women to like really perform and like every day to be at the top of your game. And yeah, like you said, that's not sustainable, nor is it 
like enjoyable to be around. Right. Absolutely <laughs> agree. Totally. And and I really like how I felt like a, a big chunk of this article. Yes, she talks about training and what it's like to be coached by Joe, but also just how important it was to her to be in a better place mm-hmm. um, and not just like geographically, but like also in her head. Um, yeah. And she just kind of talks about, you know, she went to Boise State, but she kind of talks about the toxicity that she was facing there and just being stressed out and needing to get out of there. Um, and I know that's like really easy for us to read on paper, mm. but if you think about it, like that's a huge change. Like yeah. how long has she been in Boise? Long freaking time. Uh-huh. Um, so her to kind of pick up and leave everything behind that she knows and is comfortable with um, and has had success there before. I think it took a lot of courage um, and a lot of bravery. Uh-huh. And, you know, one of the quotes I really liked that she talks about, she goes, I don't thrive off of being angry or stressed or sad. Some people can turn that into working hard and use running as a stress reliever or a way to get frustrations out. But for me to run my best, I have to be happy and positive and have fun. Uh Um, And I totally, I totally get that because I know sometimes like when I'm having a day or or just PO'd about something, like I can, I can use that for like a workout or like a race. Um, But we talk about things that like aren't sustainable you can't have like a whole season right? <laughs> like that, or you can't, you know what I mean? Um, yes. And just like, I know, you know, when I was in a place in my life where I, I wasn't happy, um, like running suffered and it like wasn't well, and I mm-hmm. wasn't happy. Um, and I think for me finding success, like later on in life for me, and I say later on in life in like my thirties, <laughs> um, but I think it was because like I did meet, really a really great group of women I met a great coach and I was just general generally like very happy in my life my husband and my children I liked my job Mm -hmm. um I was in like a different geographic location um and so for me I think the two are absolutely linked like I said I I can use like some anger sometimes on like a race or a workout but for me like I'm with Emma like I have to be happy for running to be going well Yeah. And I think listeners, it's also kind of interesting and important to point out that like, um, that this, that Emma was really like trying, you know, she was like looking for answers because she, um, she had, you know, kind of a rough few years. Like we all kind of go through stuff, but her her journey in particular, a lot of like trauma happened in a very, like her father died from a rare lung cancer moved to Boston for a little bit, which kind of people forget and really wasn't happy there. Um, she and her husband um, got an early uh, case of COVID and it was like really complicated because, you know, she couldn't get tested. And so it was like <laughs> this whole big thing. She was stuck in Europe with it for a while. So, um, and I think actually her husband and her are separated now. And so like a lot of life stuff really happened for this young woman. She's yeah. Nine. Um, it's all very relatable to, you know, at some degree. Um, and it's just hard when like your job is to perform and you've got all this going on in the background. Um, and I'm just, I'm really happy for her that she, she kept at it. You know what I mean? Like she bet on herself. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I know I'm, she's like, I know this is not like going great, but I'm going to, I'm going to try one more time. I'm going to try something else, you know, <laughs> like right. let's, right. let's, 
let's give us one more shot. And, and if you just keep doing that, I think you do find kind of where you fit and you get a little more peace in your life. So I thought mm-hmm. that was really inspiring. Yeah, definitely an article worth reading for sure. Yeah. So folks, this is, um, again, womensrunning.com um, or just Google Emma Bates uh, happiness mm-hmm. or Chicago marathon. And yeah. It. Yeah, right. yeah. And next week we have uh, Lydia and Kelsey on. Yes. Who have both run CIM and I'm really excited to kind of talk to them, talk mm-hmm. about the course, talk about some mm-hmm. of these rolling hills uh, that will be coming at us. It'll be great. Yes. And folks, they're also very themselves um, and they I think really cool stories to tell because they both kind of had big jumps in the marathon you know like they were kind of mm-hmm. at one level and then they really like notched it down a little bit and got to the level that they're at now and so um, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be just fun to kind of interview them and, and get into that a little bit Kelsey just got married a couple days ago yeah. so I'm sure she'll be high on beautiful be oh. yeah yeah that's always talk about happiness you know like what yeah good, what could boost your feel good feelings? Right. <laughs> and those two are like very supportive women, um, mm-hmm. support each other, support everyone else. I was having a really bad day at Gate River Run like a couple years ago. Oh, Lydia yeah. helped get through it. We and I think by the end of it, we're we were like helping each other. Um, and she made like a lovely post about it after the race. And she's like, they're just awesome. I'm really excited for next week. Yeah, that'll be good. So we'll have a, a full house here, the four of us on the show. Um, so submit your questions. I think I've mentioned this, but Kelsey is also a registered dietitian. So if you have specific um, questions about fueling, uh, she's a great resource. And then um, Lydia is also a coach. So if you have questions, you know, for a female uh, running coach, please submit them to either um, on Instagram, send us a DM, or you can email us Betsy and Georgian at gmail.com. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, you have a good week, lady. And you two quick chicks and fast fellas. Yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us. Stay well and have fun. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>